Clinical Issues by Renee Wright Preoperative Site Marking for Minimally Invasive Procedures Question. We know that the surgeon must mark the surgical site preoperatively. How should we implement this process for minimally invasive procedures where the point of access, for example, incision sites, is different than the intended operative site? Answer. The AORN Guideline for Team Communication recommends that healthcare organizations establish an alternative site-marking process when it is anatomically or technically unfeasible to mark the intended procedural site and provides general guidance for preoperative site-marking. AORN strongly believes that healthcare personnel should prevent wrong patient, wrong site, and wrong procedure events by implementing processes that identify and confirm the correct patient, operative site, and procedure. Wrong site surgery is an, quote, operative or other invasive procedure performed on the wrong patient, on the wrong body part, side of the body, or level of an anatomic site, or using the wrong implantable device. This also includes performing the wrong procedure on a patient, end quote. As advocates for patient safety, perioperative RNs should understand that wrong site surgery is still an ongoing concern despite efforts to implement initiatives like the Universal Protocol, which requires healthcare organizations to implement pre-procedure verification, site marking, and timeouts to prevent these errors. In fact, in 2021, wrong site surgery was the fourth most commonly reported sentinel event. The following recommendations in the Guideline for Team Communication are regulatory requirements from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services that must be implemented. 1. All members of the perioperative team must verify the patient's identity, procedure, and surgical site, including laterality. 2. A licensed independent practitioner who is accountable and present during the procedure must mark the surgical site before the procedure starts. And three, the process for site marking must be standardized throughout the healthcare organization with no room for interpretation. That is, the type of mark used and the procedures requiring site marking should be identified. To help illustrate this point, consider the following clinical scenario in which a patient is scheduled to undergo a transradial uterine artery embolization for treatment of uterine fibroids. For this procedure, there are two surgical sites to consider, the point of percutaneous vascular access, that is, radial artery at the wrist, and the target surgical site, that is, uterine arteries, along with their respective lateralities. It would be impractical for the surgeon to mark the pelvic area externally because the site mark would not be visible after the point of access, that is, upper extremity, was draped. Although marking the wrist may be a workable option for this scenario, other alternative site marking processes for different minimal access situations might include using a form with an illustrative diagram of a body where the practitioner could indicate the procedure site using the standard marking, for example, initials, approved by the organization, or a temporary wristband, distinguishable from the patient identification band, 
worn on the same side the procedure will be performed, containing the patient's name with a second identifier, the intended procedure, and the surgical site with laterality. An interdisciplinary team, including perioperative RNs, surgeons, anesthesia professionals, nursing educators, risk management personnel, infection preventionists, and quality personnel, should establish clear indications for when alternative site-marking processes can be used. That is, which procedures or situations are appropriate for alternative site-marking, what those processes should be for each indication, for example, diagram, temporary wristband, and the procedures for incorporating these methods of site-marking into the pre-procedural timeout.